Hey everyone, welcome to Life by Design Intentional Wellness Podcast with Tracy, Debbie, and Paula. Three friends who have a love for learning and an inquiring spirit for living a happy, healthy life. We are so glad you can join us as we discover together how to be our best physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Friends, we are on the journey with you. We are not doctors or experts in wellness. We are just collaborators, partnering with you, our listeners, to live a healthy, happy life in this chaotic world. Life by Design Intentional Wellness is for information sharing only. Don't take it as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Make sure to work with your healthcare providers to determine the best way forward for your situation. This is the second part of the two-part podcast. Hello, everybody. We are back today with Sarah Ebner-Gold, and we are talking with Sarah about what it means to be a holistic health coach. And I believe, Polly, you had a few questions for Sarah? I do, Sarah. So last week, Tracy and Debbie and I spent a lot of time talking about values what your personal values mean and how to incorporate them into our lives. And so I'm curious, how does being a holistic health coach allow you to live your values? So great question. Values are huge to me. I'm an honest and truthful, God-loving woman. and just want people to see and feel that from me, no matter what, especially as their health coach. I want to help them keep to their values as well and realize that when they're not keeping to their values, that things can get completely out of control. Mm. And I mean, I've been there. I know what it's like to not be sticking with your core values and it clearly wasn't fun. So I think now that I am more closer to God, I know we talked about this before, but keeping to that has really helped me keep to my values and bring them, bring and share them to others and then help them personally help like hone in on their own values as well. It's super important not to lose them. And if you have, I'm there to help you help yourself gain them back. If that makes sense too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think like last week, but it was, you know, when we talked about values for me, I hadn't really kind of distilled my values. I mean, I was not a valueless person, but, you know, <laughs> sometimes, and it, and, but it's helpful to kind of spell them out. And mm-hmm. obviously, you know, kind of the work that you're doing, you know, is very aligned to the values for the person that you are, you know, and what you're doing. And it's probably made a walk through your life with very, um, with intent and purpose, you know. Yeah, I just really want people to be healthy, the healthiest they can be and not get sucked into a system of having to go through this just spiral of around and around and around and around. And then here I am, like, I've done all this stuff and I'm still not healthy. Well, there's ways to be healthy without having to go through all that. And that's where I really want to come in and help people figure that out. Um, cause I was able to figure that out. And once you can figure that out, your life just changes so much. Uh, it's just, it's crazy. So Sarah, what is the number one issue that you see with people who are trying to live a healthy life? Like what, what's their challenge, biggest challenge or issue that they come to you with? Consistency. That's the you biggest thing. That. Consistency. 
That's a hard one for me. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. All of us, myself included, but if you can't be consistent, it's, you're not going to get anywhere. You just aren't. It's just, unfortunately, you're going to keep hitting a wall, hitting a wall, hitting a wall. And then you're going to go back. It's going to be like this constant cyclical thing around and around and around. And I've had many conversations with my husband in regards to some things that we both do. It's kind of funny. And okay, well, we need to do this with our child. Let's quit doing this, this, because it's getting us nowhere. We keep hitting this wall, right? So we need to change that. So consistency is huge. Just, you know, obviously eating right, breathing. Please breathe, people. Open up your lungs and breathe. It's so important. Take some breaths and breathe when you're stressed. Just breathe. It's so important to open up those lungs, open up that belly and just breathe. That's a huge one too. People aren't breathing. Debbie took us through our podcast, one of our podcasts, and she did uh, breathing exercises with us. Yeah, to help us breathing so that yeah I agree with you breathe you wouldn't think because breathing is something that you don't usually think about but you know being intentional about your breathing even can you know it's huge and I mean for everybody listening like you could do the four six eight method so you breathe in four seconds you hold eight or hold six seconds and you let it out for eight seconds so breathe in four hold six let out eight and you do that if you can 10 times. If you're in a really stressful situation, the 468 method will really help you. I actually had to do that with my mother one time. I was on the phone and she was driving home. She was irate. I was like, pull over. You're going to breathe. She's like, what? I'm like, pull over. <laughs> you're talking to me. You're irate. Pull over. So, literally on the side of the highway, she pulled over and did the 468 method with me. And then I let her, she did that. And I let her go. And then she called me back when she got home and she said, thank you. That truly helped. So breathing is huge, but. And, and you're really supposed to do that 10 times? I you, feel like I might pass out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you will get into that, you know, parasympathetic, sympathetic state. You want to get yourself into that parasympathetic state where you're, you're not in fight or flight anymore. And sometimes it takes up to 10 times. Yeah. To do that. If you're really sobbing and out of control. Mm. 10 is the magic number that's funny it's crazy (laughs) go back for a second on the consistency Sarah how do you help people with that then I mean kind of a life-changing thing that they have to do if they want to make progress right they have to figure out how to be consistent so how do you help them with that so if it relates to food a food diary and keeping track of what they're eating that's super important and super helpful and doing that consistently for about three weeks or so, maybe a month actually, and seeing what they're eating because we're mindless. We eat a lot mindlessly um, and we do a lot of mindless things. I want to say we're mindless, but we do a lot of things mindlessly. And with a food diary, it helps you be accountable. And along with that food diary, I include that circle of life wheel. So you're also looking at where you're at on that circle of life at the same time. So then you can kind of see where things may be jarring you. one of my clients has um, a husband that they've been married quite a while and they are they have a strong marriage and whatnot, but when she gets irritated with him, it throws a lot of things off. So working on being consistent, I want you to get into some, so you can see what's causing you, causing you to be triggered. So then you can 
remember that and then move past that. So I help you move past that. And then also tools, I might be giving you a list of, say, a lot of things that are negatively charging you right now, like what what right now is is causing problems in your life. I want you to write all those down for me, make a list. As for working out, doing workouts consistently too, that's not always easy. We all go through times. So one of my biggest things is eating the slimy frog first thing in the in the morning. As there's mm-hmm. a saying, and I'm sure you guys yeah. have all heard that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what's the one thing that you need to do that you need to get done that you know is gonna better you? It's gonna help you on whatever level, physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever it is, you do that first, first and foremost in your day. For me, that's meditating and praying. That's my number one thing. For my husband, it's working out. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on who you are. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no um, right or wrong answer, but it's definitely, I think there's that intentionality. Like I have to make this part of my, who I am today, like to get it done today. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And you may be, say we wake up like this morning, I didn't, last night, my razor fell in my shower on the floor and woke me up. It was the loudest thing ever out of a dead sleep. <laughs> so this morning I felt really groggy. I didn't feel my best. So I didn't work out because I just was like, I'm going to get on my mat later on today because my body just wasn't feeling the best at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to myself. I'm like, but I'm going to meditate and pray because I know that I'm going to need this today extra because I personally don't want to be stressed out because I'm less, I have less sleep right now. And that can cause me to be a little bit tired and I could get cranky, but I know that meditation and prayer will keep me level. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do that. So that's awesome. what I try to help clients do the same. Awesome. Thank you. So I don't know if you could even answer this question because it's such a big question. Sarah, I just want to know. <laughs> That's the magic answer. Yeah. Like what, <laughs> the advice, secret. what advice would you give someone who wants to just be healthy? What's like, like the one big piece of advice. So let's see to move their body, get out in nature, get in the sun daily if possible. Those three things, the nature, nature is huge. Sun is huge. Moving your body is huge on so many levels. Those are all great for you. They're going to really help your stress levels on so many different levels. Stop the negative self-talk. If you have negative self-talk going on in your head, get rid of it, work to get rid of it because that's causing, that can cause you to be very sick. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's harming everything about you. Eat more whole organic foods, get out the junk, clean water, of course, and If you need to use a food diary or a coach like me to help you keep accountable, cut out that processed junk, (laughs) know where your food is coming from. Like I was talking about glyphosate earlier, like that's a huge thing on our, on our foods. So if you can eliminate that, there's the dirty dozen and the clean 15. I don't know if you guys are aware of those. No. So the environmental working group gives both of those to us every year. It's all the fruits and vegetables that are the 12 you should not be eating unless they're organic and the 15 that you can eat if they aren't organic because they're less sprayed. I may not want to know that. Yeah. So clean 15 and dirty dozen, you can look them up. So strawberries and apples are always neck and neck on the dirty dozen as a top not to eat because they're heavily sprayed. Yes. 
Interesting. Oh, dear. I yeah. used to live by a Great. motto that said, ignorance is bliss, and then you die. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that lovely? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean that's simple that's a simple tool tool right I love that that's too funny a simple tool of clean 15 and dirty dozen so those are things that you can look up and you can like I don't organic can be expensive I'm not gonna lie of course it can I will suggest all the little stuff like places you can go or your local farmer that's my biggest thing I try to push my clients I love taking clients to the market because your local farmers are really your best. You're supporting a small business. Yeah. You're getting fresh, yummy tasting food. Like carrots and eggs taste nothing like you get at the grocery store. Nothing. And then if you eat meat, like it's ethically raised. They're using organic practices, using organic feed. If they use feed or they're grass finished, like from beef, which is what we buy from a local farmer. We have a couple local farmers that we go through. So just knowing where your food comes from. So that's kind of my little synopsis of how to be healthy. <laughs> and how do you deal with skeptics? Like, do you have clients that are like, yeah, I'm not doing the organic thing. It's fine. Yeah, I have a friend that doesn't do organic. I have a couple actually that don't believe in organic. And okay, I get that. That's okay. As long as you're eating whole clean foods, I think that's better than eating the processed stuff. Mm -hmm. So if you're not going to do organic, okay, that's on you to do what that's your decision. My decision is to eat organic. Basically, I'm going to go to my local farmer because I know they're not doing anything as opposed to the grocery store, which I have to trust they're not doing anything. Where mm -hmm. the farmer's a little bit different. I can look at them in the eye <laughs> and see what they're doing and have them talk to me face to face. I can go to their farm, which we've done many times with our homeschooling classes and with my daughter. We've gone just as a family. So yeah, even if you're skeptical, just eating whole foods and get rid of that processed junk because mm -hmm. that's not doing anything for you because it's filled with chemicals and stuff. Yeah. Which can cause cancer and Alzheimer's and dementia and autoimmune diseases. And I love how you're so passionate about what you do and, you know, just your heart for helping people. I I'm not going to clean out my pantry completely, but you know, just in this short conversation, it makes me think like, huh, like what's maybe the one thing I could do differently? You know, it's not just making a complete overhaul because sometimes that's challenging or difficult, like a lot of change or giving up something that you love so much. But, you know, maybe there's like one thing that I'm sure there is that any of us can just say, if I make this one change, it can make a difference. Yep. Agreed. Well, and I didn't do this overnight. I didn't learn what I know overnight and I didn't go and just wipe out everything, you know, because why would you, I'm still going to go and get ice cream, even though dairy is not always my friend, I'm still going to go enjoy it. Or I'm going to find a cleaner option possibly, or, you know, I'm, I'm but I'm just still going to enjoy things because that's part of life too. That's an emotional connection you have with things, which you can't let that go either. It's important. I have an emotional connection with my candy corn. That's okay. You enjoy it. And I bet you it's a once a year thing. Yes. Exactly. So enjoy it. Thank you. <laughs> so Paula, thank you for kind of, this kind of makes us segue into what we do on all of our podcasts every week is a call to action. And I'm going to ask Paul and Debbie, based on what we talked about with Sarah today, 
what would be your action? Okay, my action is I well, okay, so one question is I gave up soda like 20 years ago, but I drink the carbonated water. Is that equally unhealthy because of the carbonation? Let's go to the label. And what does it say as ingredients? Sparkling water, naturally flavored with other natural flavors. Now that I find a bit perplexing. Okay, wait, I see other ingredients. (laughs) Oh, carbonated water, natural flavor. Oh, that's it. So what is natural flavor? Do you know? Well, that is a good question. So I would suggest that you go look to see what natural flavors are. Because it can be MSG. It can be MSG. It can be byproducts of who knows what. Interesting. Um, Yeah. So natural flavors are a quote unquote term used to cover up other things that are in your drink or your food. That's one thing that I really suggest if there are cleaner options out there, which I can send you guys something because my husband just found it and I don't recall the name of it, but it's a sparkling water. Oh, I would love that. Yes. Or you can make your own stuff, but it's not sparkling. And sparkling can be a little troublesome on on the gut. Just so you know, if you're having like some gut or bowel issues, it can be from your sparkling water as well. Yeah. So you'd have to test that out yourself to see. So if you're having some, like you eat or you drink that that day and then say your bowels aren't all that great, you know, that day or the next day, it could be from that. So you can kind of test that and then go a week without any and then drink it again and see what happens. Oh, that's a good idea. So my action, that's that's my action is I'm going to research the natural flavors in... my sparkling water and do more research on what is a natural sparkling water because I only drink maybe one a day maybe and so I don't think it's an issue but I but it's all experimental I look forward to doing that what if I didn't have it for a week and could you also do a, a water and do your own fruit Oh, I do that too. I drink water all day long, lemon or strawberries or oranges. Yeah, I do a lot of uh, fruit water. Yeah. I think either way, you just got to see what, how that's affecting your body. And if it's not affecting your body, then, but the natural flavors thing, finding something a little bit cleaner would be my recommendation. Okay. But I want you to look into natural flavors and see what you come up with. Yeah, that's disturbing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Nancy, you got homework. I'm gonna make. I, yes, that's what I was thinking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I love homework. <laughs> oh yeah, that I forgot. <laughs> yes, just self-proclaimed geek. Yes, yes, homework. <laughs> so, Paula, how about you? So, I think I will probably focus a lot on the four, six, eight breathing. I, I like that. I feel like, you know, the the three things that you said you should do every day, move your body, get some sun and nature. I do that all the time. But, and that's not like, that is just, that that to me is just like a gift. Like I just, you know, that is not hard. Like I have to force myself to go out. I mean, I'd love to be outside and um, and even when it's cold out in the winter, I'm, I just bundle up and go. So that is not difficult for me at all. The breathing, I think, will be good for me. 
And you were saying something, Sarah, about getting rid of the negative talk. I have some pretty good negative talk. And so that might be something I want to focus on too. Okay. Yeah. So how do you think you'll stop the negative talk? What do you think? How are, we, how are you going to tackle that? Give, give her homework, Sarah. I know. Homework. <laughs> That's what a good coach asks. How are you going to do that? I think I want to tie it into my my prayer time and and my faith in God because you know the fact is that God is sovereign, God is good, God made me the way I am, so I'm perfect in his eyes. And so just reminding me of that, probably going back to some scriptures that mean a lot to me. And and so when I'm having that that talk, the negativity that jumps into my head replacing that with uh, some scriptures that are encouraging to me. I love that. And you can use the word stop. When you start doing that, tell yourself stop and then switch to that verse or whatever you want to use. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Tracy, what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> I haven't forgotten. I haven't forgotten. You know, uh, what you said about maybe getting out more in nature and the sun. You know, I've been moving my body, but I've had to do stretches and stuff because my back has been I'm going through physical therapy. So I can't go out and run that marathon or do that, you know, big thing yet <laughs> or ever probably. So, so I do do what I can. Like maybe getting out in nature and the sun would be good. And also, I think I might check out the INN and uh, maybe take a course yeah. or something because I do a lot of really good things. I've had my own health issues and it's prompted me to eat mostly organic. I drink my water every day. I take some supplements. You know, I still probably could do better, a little bit better in that regard. Those are some of the good things that I do, but I can improve and maybe go out in nature in the sun. Today, it's not very sunny down here in Williamsburg. so <laughs> It's not sunny up here either. It's yeah. still sun though. Even though it's cloudy, you're still getting out. You're still getting sunlight. So yes. don't let that fool you. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll make, that'll be my homework, ladies. I'll go out <laughs> and try to be out a little bit more. Yeah. I'd like to take a course in the INN or check it out a little bit more um, closely. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're a great benefit. You, you'll definitely find some things on there that you can. And if you need help, you just let me know. Oh, definitely. I would. Yeah. So Sarah, like if someone wanted to use your services, how would they get in touch with you? So they can follow me and message me on Instagram or Facebook, which is at Holistic Health with Sarah. And it's Sarah with an H, S-A-R-A-H. So at Holistic Health with Sarah, or okay. they can email me at sarah.hebner.gold at gmail.com. And that's Sarah with an H dot Hebner, H-E-B-N-E-R dot gold at gmail.com. Any of those ways you can reach me. Okay. Well, ladies, any more questions for Sarah? Oh, just too many to <laughs> ask away. I don't mind. <laughs> Oh, Let me ask you guys a question, if you don't mind. Sure, no, please. Would you be interested in an online course if I put something together to help with being oh. well? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. I, I would very much so. Yes. I'm, toy I'm toying with that right now. <laughs> so I will I like keep that. you posted. Yes. No, I, I would love to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
We're all putting each other's presence for a reason. Exactly. Definitely. It was fascinating, Sarah. I really appreciate personally just hearing, you know, what that means of being a holistic health coach and, and sharing. I appreciate you sharing your story of stories of the challenges that you had to go through to, you know, kind of lead you um, into this kind of a career. And now just getting to serve others, um, I think it must be pretty awesome for you. So thanks for sharing and teaching us. Absolutely. You're so welcome. Yes, we really appreciate it. Sarah, and thanks again for talking to our listeners today. It's been another episode of Life by Design, Intentional Wellness, where I am so grateful for our podcast and my two co-hosts, Debbie and Paula, and just you, Sarah, being a lovely guest today. Uh, We encourage our listeners to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify. If you are not already a subscriber, we'd love to get your feedback. You can visit our website at www.life-by.com dash design double dash int.com where you can chat with us or send us an email at info.lifebydesign.iw at gmail.com you can also google our website at life by design colon intentional wellness we are always looking for new topics and improving our podcast to appeal to you our listeners thanks again everybody and we'll see you next time Thank you for going along on the ride with us today as we pursue ways to intentionally live our best lives with purpose and meaning. We want to hear from you, our companions, on this journey of designing a life of intentional wellness. Visit our website and let us know what you think about the podcast. We invite you to share your story, suggest a topic for discussion, and rate this in previous podcast episodes. Share our podcast with your friends because our desire is to build a community dedicated to a life designed with meaning and value.